just through the rainbow, from the world we know, lies Fairytopia. Hi and welcome to Barbie Topia, the podcast for grown-ups adults that still love Barbie movies for some reason. My name is Rowan and... And I'm Tommy. I'm not a different person, I just changed my name. Tommy, then. Yeah. Tommy? Yeah, Tommy. 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 Thomas? Tom and Tommy boy. Tomothy. Alright, Tomothy? Oh, that's perfect. So, let's just get this out of the way. I feel like this podcast is going to end in either two ways. Mm. Mattel sending us a bunch of free shit, which I'm so there for. Yeah. Or Mattel sending us like a cease and desist notification. Like, yeah. We're going to either be sued. Yeah. Or we're going to like get an interview with someone. Yeah. I really want to talk to Kelly Sheridan. I don't want to get a restraining order. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sheridan. You know? But um, this week we are doing. Uh, Fairytopia, Fairytopia. not Magic of the Rain, but just Fairytopia. This is probably where we did mention uh, the first episode that we would be doing things in chronological order until we got to things that sort of belonged in the same series, like Fairytopia. In which case, we will uh, be be doing Magic of the Rainbow and or Mamadia in the next... I don't don't know which one is first... Um, maybe is the second one. Okay, cool. I like that movie. It's yeah. chill. Uh, so we'll probably be doing that next week, not the chronological order. And after that, then we'll slip back into it. Yeah. We did realize that there were actually five movies. Yeah, but El- Elena is like the main character of these three. And we yeah. didn't want to like be in the fucking fairy topia universe for yeah. five episodes. Especially like, because fairy topia made me want to die. Yeah, this is, like, the point of the decline. Yeah. Like, there are some ups and downs, but, like, this is literally back to Nutcracker level of fucking animation, and it made me yeah. so mad, and I'm like, why? You it were doing so great. good. Princess and the Pop was so good. And here we are. Here we once are. Once again. With fairy Fairytopia. And the worst disability metaphor ever. Oh, I mean, yeah. probably not the worst, but it's pretty bad. The film starts. All right, let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The film starts with Elena, who is a wingless fairy. Yeah. So she's just a tiny person. And she has, like, an annoying sidekick. Fucking again. Bibble. I believe last episode I said something about if there was another really annoying protagonist, I would, like, lose my shit. Yeah. And Bibble drove me nuts. I hate Bibble. Oh, I can't stand Bibble. Like, oh, it doesn't even say words. Oh, it makes me so mad. But, regardless of fucking bibble uh, yeah uh elena is a wingless fairy and it basically begins with her being like fucking picked on yeah by other fairies. other fairies and it's like okay they're like why would a wingless fairy like be anything and i'm like wow well, that's yeah. coming strong that's coming on really yeah. strong she's being discriminated against in the first 10 minutes yeah. and i'm like shit yeah it's just her sitting on a flower and there are there are these pixies. There is a distinction between fairies and pixies. Pixies are even smaller. And for some reason they think they can pick on a fairy. I feel like pixies are like the bottom of the barrel. I don't even know. that They don't go into the hierarchy of this very well. But 
if we look at like the Gaudian people, they were all just standard fairies. So I'm assuming there's some kind of like. I'm assuming fairies are basically like. Th- this is a pretty like shaky analogy, but I'm pretty sure fairies are like the white people of this. Room. Yeah, that's possible. Elena has one friend who isn't being ableist. Yeah. Uh, named Dandelion, and it's weird because Elena just like ignores them, but Dandelion's like, "Hey, you guys, just." Fuck off! Yeah! And it's like, okay, that's weird. And I mean, like, for most of it, like, Elena is fine. It's just the ending that I have grievances with when it it comes to an analogy. Because you look at it through the lens of being, like, about disability and her not having wings. And then, spoiler alert, she gets fucking wings at the end. And I'm like, so... It's like, oh, we cured the disabled person and now they get to live happily ever after. Not yeah. like people just accept them yeah. for who they are. Which I, I, I didn't like. I was like really disappointed. Yeah. I, especially because it was such... I know we're like totally skipping to the end. But I just was really disappointed with Thanks how it Thanks for ended. listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's go back to the yeah. beginning. Um, Although I will say, to be fair, I don't really think Mattel meant for it to be like an allegory for... um. But I don't think it stops it from being one. Yeah, I don't think they meant it to be, but that's still how it was perceived. I, I It felt very, like, obvious to me, but I think okay. that's just because of the lens that I look through. Yeah. Um, and I'm, like, super into analyzing shit. Um, Honestly, I didn't, uh, I didn't even think about it until you mentioned it. The thing it. is, we've uh, tried to record this episode so many times at this point, like, yeah. for about a month or two, Yeah. that every single time... We've gone to record it the night before. I've watched the film, and like every time, I've been like, "Oh my god, there's more!" And I didn't I've even fucking. I've watched it once. I didn't even fucking bother this time. No, fuck it, because like we kept having mic issues, yeah. and I'm just like, this is like fucking third or fourth times the charm. Yeah. So I've seen this movie too many times, and yeah. it's not like a super complex movie, and this is the only thing I could hone in on to like yeah. analyze. Yeah. So we're at the very beginning. Yeah, we're at the very beginning. Um, Danny Lyon and Elena are kind of walking around this very meadow area, and no one's around, and the pixies yeah. are kind of like, oh yeah, you know, you guys should fucking go home, because, like, shit's happening. Shit's and they're happening, like, what? shit's going down, and yeah. it's like one of the guardians got kidnapped or something. And Whatever her fucking I name like was. that it's established that they don't believe Laverna is real. Yeah, I feel like the guardians are like the government. Uh, but Lavernia? Oh wait, no, Laverna's the bad guy. Yeah, Laverna's like the evil one. Yeah, I feel like Laverna's like the Illuminati. <laughs> in that some people are like, oh yeah, definitely. Laverna's real. She controls the everything from her cactus palace. Yeah, just like the Illuminati. Yeah, <laughs> except it's the pyramid instead. Oh my god, are the Illuminati operating out of? The pyramid in Las Vegas. I doubt it. That's I, a very public arena, unless they're like underneath it. Unless they're they're underneath. Or like it. the one um, in Paris with the Louvre. Isn't that made of glass? Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Laverna. Laverna. Uh, the Illuminati. Some people think she's definitely real and she's controlling the guardians and she's like the shadow i like that elena fucking when she lives alone which is one thing but that will be important in a second Mm. because like she thinks like 
Laverna is a myth. Like, she thinks she's, like, a mythical yeah. figure. And then Dandelion is like, I'm not so sure. I'm gonna go ask my mum about it. Yeah. And then that reminds me of, like, why does Elena live alone well, in a was... single room flower Flower. with only really like a bed and a side table where does she eat like where does she do anything does she shower she has a bed (laughs) does she live in poverty i don't know man like i I did find the the concept of the flowers cool oh yeah it was cool and i like that she had like an interesting relationship with her flower like it's such a weird concept but like when this green like gas starts to make everything die and wither and yeah the fairies are losing their flight, which is, by the way, the plot of this. The plot, yeah, we're um, all over the place Yeah, we're today. really all over the place today. Laverna's general plan is to just, like, fucking kidnap the Guardians, steal their power, but the way to do that is to release, like, this toxin over fairy worlds that, like, stops them from being able to fly and makes them, like, weaker, which obviously doesn't fucking affect Elena, which I thought was a really cool concept. Yeah, that was awesome. So Elena goes on this kind of, like, hero's journey, collecting people along the way to, like, save the Guardians. That's the plot. Yeah, which is an overview. So, like, when this is happening, her reason for going and trying to, like, save everything is she wants her fucking tulip or something. Oh, it's a peony. peony. Yeah, she wants her peony to, like, be back alive because, I don't know, she, like, wakes up in the morning and it's not singing her a song. And she's like, what's wrong with peony? Oh, my God. And that's her motivation? Yeah. Like, my house is sad. (laughs) (laughs) My house is sad. Time to save the world. Yeah, and I Um, like that she has literally... She's not trying to, like, save anyone else. Like, not even Dandelion or anything. She doesn't give a shit about anyone else. She's just like, my peony. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. Interesting. What's that one clip from that one very old show? And it's like, it's like, you ruined my peonies. They're marigolds. My God, she's right. They are marigolds. I may not know my flowers, but I know a bitch when I see one. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but I have no clue where it's from. Neither. I just know it. But, uh... Yeah, that's her motivation. As to why she lives alone, she was born a wingless fairy. That's... Yeah, like, it's interesting because I didn't pick up on the fact that Danny Lyon had, like, parents for a while. I and picked then I... it up on... And then I was like, wait, why is she like emancipated? Like what is she an orphan? Is was she like abandoned is in this, this period? Is her like backstory much darker? Because it seems like you get discriminated against if you're a wingless fairy. It's again like that ambiguous age. Are you twenty? Yeah. Are you seventeen? Also, if you're a fucking teenager, you should not be like going on this journey. And also I like the fact that Dandelion tried to come with her for five fucking minutes. Yeah. Like they She's got like, to like I'll come along with you and then they walked like five feet and she was like, eh. Basically like they they decided like, well, Topaz, which was the fairy their fairy from their the sector, I guess. Yeah. Has been kidnapped so they're like, well the closest one is in what's it called? Like Fairy Town or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. It was really And so we, we gotta go like find Azura, who's the next closest one. And then, yeah, it literally was called Fairy Town. Holy shit. That's so unoriginal. Um, also, I like the implication that these fairies are like fucking country hicks. Yeah. Like, they live out in the middle of a fucking meadow. And they're just like, where's the, where's Fairy Town? 
how do we get there? That's a long way away. And then they get there. Well, Elena gets there and she's like, oh, this is cool. This is like the big city. It's just so like... But it's like probably like a very medium-sized town. Yeah, it's like nothing. But yeah, so Elena and Daniel and I are like, well, we'll just make the trek and we'll go to Fairytown. And then they get like to this kind of wooded creepy area Mm -hmm. which is really close to where they were it's like right on the edge yeah and then like the assumption is most people would fly over it you know yeah but like they're walking so it's weird and creepy and like the thing about flight is that apparently there's no signage in this world like this entire like she can't find anything they don't make signs or they're super cryptic it's super weird then like dandelion tries to be like well i'll fly up and try and see where we are and then she gets caught in the toxic you know, smog and falls and she's too weak to walk. I like that Elena was like, you know, I have like walked my whole life. You barely walk. You will not be able to walk this whole way. So Dandelion just slinks home like, oh, okay, that was the... We tried. tried. See you, Elena. Good I luck. Did, I did think about that because like fairies rely so much on flying. I'm like, you just don't have any leg muscles, but your back, mu- your backs must be fucking ripped. <laughs> Yeah. Because also, going back to the beginning, when uh, the pixies are picking on Elena and Dandelion shows up, she, like, blows the pixies away with her wings. I'm like, wow. Dandelion is fucking built. Okay, so then we cut back to Laverna. Because we keep coming back to her, and every time she has more of the Guardians, now she has a dude named Ruby. um, Who is just... I'm like, how did you get a position of power? How did any of them but Azura? They're so incompetent. Oh, yeah. She's um, like the first with Topaz or whatever. Yeah, she's just like... Her voice, one, annoyed me. But two, like, she was so annoying. Yeah. And by the time you get to Ruby, she's just, like, eating cake. Yeah. And, like, she's be like, it's fine. I'm like, whatever. I like being kidnapped. This is cool. Yeah. I'm like, what? You you went from, like, defiant to Stockholm Syndrome within, like, five minutes. Yeah. Okay, lady? Yeah. <laughs> but you find out that she is, like... Sorry, Laverna is the sister of the Enchantress, and she kind of just wants all the fucking power and all that bullshit, and... Yeah, they're always, like, related to... Yeah, there's a lot of family drama in this. I guess because if they're related, you don't have to have, like, this whole, like, establishment of why an exposition... You know, we knew each other, but for this reason, I'm yeah. against them and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just... You don't have to do that. It's just, yeah. like, they're related. And I think it also... It's kind of a shortcut, in many ways. A lazy way of being, like, putting emotional drama into it when you really haven't fleshed out the characters at all. Yeah. Like, the, the fact that their family is, like, a given that this is some kind of emotional thing. Yeah. But it's not fleshed out enough to actually be emotional. It's just, like, a shorthand in writing to be, like, there's obviously some kind of, like real bad blood here because they're family and like that makes it worse like that's what it's meant to be but i don't think it actually pays off at all ever yeah no matter what the characters past relationships are if you don't make it interesting and don't make there be some emotional reason why they don't like each other the audience will not give a shit and i know the audience is like six-year-olds but give kids some credit they know when something is emotionally absent what i really like though about this and about Elena is like the cool ways she like gets around not flying. Yeah. Like there's a lot of jumping. This is like Barbie does parkour. Like that's it. Barbie does parkour. That's, that's the, the whole name film. Of this episode. 
<laughs> that is the name of this episode. But like, you know what I mean? The whole time she's like jumping and sliding down leaves and like getting things and using them as like fake parachutes and yeah. climbing up stuff. And I'm like, wow, how rare are wingless fairies that they are so like inaccessible and they have houses that you can't even enter. Also, there was this one bit that weirded me out because she was like trying to get through this forest area on her own. Well, she had Bibble there, but fuck Bibble. <laughs> And there was this. She like, was basically on her. And head. then there was this weird riddle, and I don't remember the exact words, but it was something like, you know, pass through the fairy wings and you will yeah, find where fairy the town. Yeah, fairy wings meet or whatever. Yeah. And then she finds, and she, that, she's like, what does that mean? And then she finds, like, actual fairy wings on something. And it just reminded me of that bit in Game of Thrones where Daenerys Targaryen finds, like, people hung up on crosses as they're walking towards the city. Like, dead people? Like, I was like, are they real fairy wings? No, I think it's... <laughs> is this a punishment? Like, did they rip off that people's fairies' wings to, like, warn off people coming to the city? No. It no. just felt very metal to me, I and I couldn't <laughs> stop thinking about it. I took it as they were flowers. It oh, but like... they look like legit fairy wings yeah, to but, me. But just like, kind of was... stuck there. It was... <laughs> and I was like, is this fucking archaic society yeah. where you know it's like when they used to cut off a fucking hand if you were a thief or some shit yeah oh, no is I that know. how elena lost her wings no no i doubt it nah she was they say she was born that way but i'm just saying i'm just saying you know it could be much darker oh god okay mm. but they were in a field of flowers when yes. that happened and they were just it was just a flower that was shaped like fairy wings as much as i would have loved her to see dead fairies hung up on crosses the closest she got to fairy town i don't think that was the case so she gets to fairy town she gets to fairy town and she goes straight to town hall which is empty the thing is in case of emergency you'd think that community center would be like filled with people yeah like laying out on beds and stuff not be completely empty aside from one tiny gnome dude who's just like get the fuck out of here go home bro haven't you heard the plague has come <laughs> you know like it just feels like the kind of place like you know school gyms and community town halls are like where you go during a emergency, emergency. like that like it's like a yeah. place where you gather it's like when we have bushfires we do that you yeah. know why is then like there should be people out why are people just like, oh, yeah, we're all, like, dying, and everyone's just like, guess I'll just stay inside today. I mean, what? that's how they did it in the 1300s. Oh, well, so, so people who've come down with, like, what, wing sickness? Yeah. Are, be are being, like, shut in with, like, oh, you know, we might fucking catch it, and when they die, we'll burn the house down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, but she basically sneaks around him, and blah, 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 blah. She gets to Azura's house. <laughs> this is the inaccessible thing. Yeah. She like go, tries to like leave the town hall, and it's just like this cliff drop, and she's like, "Well, fuck." Yeah. <laughs> so well, she like floats down with an interesting kind of pedal parachute. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, you know, um, she overhears the guy at town hall sending this messenger fairy mm. to Azura. Yeah. So she's like, "He doesn't look smart. I'll follow him." Yeah, and he wasn't. And then they crash land yeah yes oh god we're so bad at this don't come here if you want actual like summaries of stuff we have not gotten a right like a single episode like every single time it's like that didn't actually happen in that order yeah well it happened 
the middle gets a bit funny every time we try and explain this. So, like, yeah. we have the beginning and the end, like, really straight. And then, like, we get and to the middle. It's like, what order did this happen again? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> yeah, eventually she makes it to Azura's house. And she hides in another one, underneath one of those, like, bluebell sort of yeah. things. Uh, and Azura is like, hmm, who goes there? Like, an enemy in every single video game yeah. ever. Yeah. Like, as soon as you are on Fist Side, it's like, like well, an NPC I guess they, god. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I guess they never existed. Yeah. But, however, uh, Elena can't fucking fly, so her feet are visible beneath the thing, and Azura's like, hmm, there's someone there. <laughs> She's like, show yourself. I can see your legs. <laughs> and then, like, Elena just awkwardly is like, oh, yeah, shit. You get me. And then... There's this weird thing that happens where, like, Elena's just, like, trying to be, like, oh, hi, my name's Elena. And then, like, this is weird close-up of her eyes, shimmering rainbow for a second in the light. And is like, oh, shit, you've got the rainbow in your eye. And it's like, yeah, that's how light works. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Sometimes that happens. Kind of. It's like, and that is literally what, like, keeps her from being, like, taken to the dungeons and having her wings ripped off. Well, she doesn't have wings. Yeah, she, They'd have to, like, take a leg. <laughs> Take a hand. <laughs> Reminds me of the first episode of Ruby, where um, mm. Osborne or Oswald, whatever. Oswald, whatever. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, you have silver eyes. It's another case of them like making comments on their eyes, and like people are like have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Yeah, but I'm exactly. glad you're observant. Yeah, but um. Azura lets Lena in. Also, it's a terrible reason to let someone into your house. But she lets her in, and her house is like, kind of. I like the design. It's like yeah. vertical, but it's like built for flying people. So she like gives her this like floating pedal to stand in, yeah. which is really weird. As she like kind of hovers around this vertical house with no floors, just kind of like different sections you can stand on, yeah. which was pretty cool because yeah. it's like they considered what would be different for flying beings and how they would architect yeah. things, yeah. which I really liked, and how that they live within cool. trees. And this was a big hollowed-out tree, wasn't it? Mm. Or a big hollowed-out flower, something like that. It, it, was, it was something like that, was and it was really, really higher. cool. Um, and she's like basically like, oh, come on, have, have food with me. We'll, we'll yeah, eat together. Yeah, and I'm like, on, that's weird. It. She's just weird. But she's being but, like, nice. The table is like fully set, right? Yeah, this lady is fully lonely. Set and... Elena is like, oh, shouldn't we wait for your other guests? And she's like, oh, no. Those are for the friends I haven't met yet. And I'm like, that's bullshit. It's bullshit. Put and your also, cutlery away, lady. Like, that's also very sad. When, they, when you meet them, you can invite them over. But that's still bullshit. <laughs> she just doesn't want to fucking do her dishes. Yeah, she doesn't want to, like... She's like, I just leave them out so I can just not have to do much work. It's like the yeah. kind of people that just buy paper plates <laughs> so they don't have to do dishes. Yeah. Mm. But, like, I like that, like, Elena's just met this woman, and she's immediately being like, you were destined for great things. I saw a rainbow in your eye. And I'm like, if that was me, I'd be like, okay, I'm backing out now. I'll go to the next fairy town and talk to, like, some other guardian. I can... I'm just like, let me take a step oh, back. I'll take a step back. It's yeah. fine. You it's clearly chilling. have some deep-seated issues. Yeah. Probably mm. due to the fact that you live alone and don't seem to have much yes. human contact. But, um, they... Go to sleep. She just lets us stay the night. Like, yeah. Again, why? Because the whole thing was, the whole reason why she's being surrounded by gods and, you know, why this gnome dude wouldn't let her know where uh, Zero was was because 
the guardians are fucking getting kidnapped. Yeah. And And it's like, oh, well, I think the gnome says, like, oh, you know, how do we know you're not an imposter? Yeah, or a spy or something, or a kidnapper. What the fuck ever. Yeah. Fair enough. And And then Azura's just like, come on in, baby, it's all good, It's, it's whatever. And I'm like, are you not concerned for your well-being at all? But anyway, she goes to sleep and it's all like open air and I found that weird. But then like Azura gives this weird message to Bibble while Elena's sleeping. And she's like, Bibble, take this and take it to here and here. And then Bibble's like, makes these weird sounds that I hate. And it's (laughs) not far off, to be honest. No, that's just my imitation of like the putty noises from Power Rangers. Which is exactly how they made the putty noise. We need to get through like a single episode of this goddamn podcast without talking about Power we Rangers. We have. We've, we, we've gone through most of them without talking about Power Rangers. It was no, the first No, I, I think it's like been at least three where we have talked about Power Rangers. I remember talking about it in the first one. We talked about it in this one. I don't think we've talked about it in the rest mm. of them. But um, Azura says, well, in the morning, Elena, I will go and talk to a friend of mine who's a dryer, dryad in the wildering wood. She used to be like a follower of yeah. Laverna, which I found really interesting. But then uh, basically Azura gets kidnapped in the morning. But however, 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 before they go to sleep or whatever, she gives Elena her butterfly necklace. Oh yeah, that's like super significant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's um, like, take care of this random stranger who I invited into my home. Again, like, oh my god, why? This is like. This is a time of crisis. This is a time of plague and political crisis. mm, You don't just give it to a random person, you like lock it away. The fact that they just keep those necklaces like on them. If you're getting kidnapped, immediately start putting them away. Yeah. What the fuck? Exactly. Like, I get that that's a source of their power, but like, if that's what someone's after, you just take it fucking chance and just don't have it on you because Zora is the only smart guardian the others get kidnapped so easily we say smart smart by comparison oh yeah I mean, she's she, not a fucking genius she she just give it to a random wingless fairy yeah who she doesn't know she just met yeah, yeah. like on the sole basis of well she must be amazing she has rainbows in her eye yeah and again that's how light works like reflections baby that's how they fucking function yeah but um in the morning uh while elena is asleep somehow she doesn't wake up while azura is being kidnapped the thing that's kind of different about this movie uh is that laverna doesn't have one annoying queer coded sidekick she has 20 billion clones of them yeah and they're not queer coded yeah they're just anti-semitic the stereotypical goblin hmm like, there's this part where they're all marching, and it's the exact same animation sequence, like, copy and paste it. Like, there oh, is yeah. no difference between anything they do. There's, like, there's just, like, always a button. They all are just called fungus and fungi, voiced by the same... Like, and it's like, this is horrible. This is so bad. It's, it's not and great. And lazy. Like, it's just lazy. It's not great. And then... And somehow they're, like, both portrayed as complete idiots, but also they've captured every Guardian. And I'm yeah. like, how have you fucked... Like, what? That just... It just doesn't add up to me, and it's... And they couldn't... They didn't even show Azura being kidnapped, because I don't even think they could, like, do it. 
and keep those two threads of like this is what fungus are like you know what i mean yeah like they literally like she opens the door and they're like there and like it cuts away because i'm like yeah bobby probably... does that a lot like yeah, yeah. It, it reveals the bad guy and then it cuts off and you're like well you know something bad happened mm, because they, they just didn't want to animate it and they didn't want to show it sometimes to kids but i feel like this is even worse because they just didn't know how to like make these two things them being idiots and azura being competent and then somehow azura not winning also they don't fly there's no floor she could have literally literally just hovered in the middle of it like just she was already flying she could just hover back a little bit they wouldn't have been able to do anything you know? Yeah. I feel like... The only thing is, like, if they caught her by surprise through the gas at her and she collapsed. Yeah. Like, that's it. And I'm assuming that's how they did it, because it's the only way in my brain that it makes sense. Yeah. But, like, even then, Azura had all this fucking time to prepare. And I'm like, this is why you shouldn't just let random strangers into your house. Also, she had so many guards. And they're all just, like, conked out. It's like, right, whatever. I feel like she went with them willingly, because mm. she knows that... What Laverna wants, she no longer has on her person. Yeah. And she's like, oh, they'll, they'll never find it. The other person just in this house with me, if they came back. Well, it's assuming <laughs> that Laverna lives quite a long ways away. That's true, that's and true. And by the time they got back... It's like, she's got a head start. Yeah. Although she didn't give many instructions to Elena. It was very vague. She gave but... instructions to Bibble. Yeah, she gave instructions to fucking Bibble. Well, she gave Bibble a letter to take to another really great character named Hugh. But before that, that same, like, stout fairy from the town hall comes over. And, like, Elena wakes up and Azura's not there. And this, like, dude is like, you fucking did something. And she has to, like, escape. Mm-hmm. And Bibble comes back bringing Hugh, who is a giant ex-military butterfly. Like, he's so clearly ex-military. You can tell. Yeah. He fought a war. The butterfly war. The butterfly war. Against the ponies. <laughs> and he's like, I really liked, like Hugh. He's the best in yeah. this. Like, he's so, like, formal and stuff, but he's a giant flying butterfly man. But he's the, no, well, but he's not even a butterfly. He's got arms and legs. He got stuck midway through the transformation of caterpillar to butterfly. Yeah, and then he put on clothes. Also, I don't think he's a giant butterfly. I think he's just a normal-sized butterfly. That's true. Because they're little. They're little. Tiny. They're, they're very small. <laughs> but um, she escapes uh, on the back of Hugh with Bibble, and they just start going where Elena mentioned she was going to go, to the Dryad in the Wildering Wood to get more information. Yeah, what is that Dryad's name? Fuck if I know, but I know she's voiced by the same person that voices the mermaid sidekick in Mermaidia. Oh. I like to pick it up the moment she started speaking. I was like, you're the same voice actor. I couldn't because I haven't watched... I've watched Mermaidia like 10 billion times. Dahlia, that's it. Dahlia. Yeah, so they go try and find Dahlia, but before that happens, they're being like circled by these birds as they go. Oh yeah, they're like, I think they're just called firebirds. And they do this cool cliff dive over like a waterfall and all this shit. And yeah, they're like... it kind of reminds me of a uh, like mm. a chase scene on the island in The Incredibles with the people in the hovercraft. Yeah, but like less good and less amazing. Yeah, less perfect. but they're, they literally have like Hugh will like, you know, duck and weave behind yeah. a rock and the bird will collide into the rock and explode. Mm. What I really like is this is when we meet Prince Nalu. Yeah. Who's like really important in Mermaidia. Yeah. Um, and I like that his first thing is he's just like laying, laying on this rock as a merman with all these like pretty mer ladies around him. And he's like, you know what? Nothing 
can make this day any better. This is a perfect day. And then he just gets, like, washed by water as they come, yeah. like, spiraling down, you know. And then here is like, oh, no, 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 they won't come down here into this little cove. They hate water. And then they immediately come down. He's and, it's like, and then Prince Nala is like, hey, eat this cool seaweed. And then they can breathe underwater. And it's cool. fine. It's cool. It's really cool. And then they yeah. like... But it's like this really brief thing of like, did they know they were going to make Mermaidia and they just wanted to set it up really briefly? Because there's this weird like sexual tension for three seconds between Prince Nalu and Elena. Yeah. And if you didn't know Mermaidia was going to be a thing, it was, it was like, oh, you know, maybe she, maybe he's important later on. Yeah. No, no he's not. He's, he's just not. in and out like that. And Which then... makes me think like... Mermaids exist, obviously, but how important are they in society? Because Laverna's plan has nothing to do with mermaids. I, I'd see it as like a completely different country, you know? Like That's they're just a completely true. different society. To be fair, like, they he's are the prince, So yeah. obviously, they don't have the same government royalty system. Yeah. And like when you watch Mermaidia, it's completely different. Like they yeah. have their own thing going on because fucking fairies are breathing and they're, you know, they have gills. So yeah, they um they they're all swimming underwater. I think they had pretty good animation with Hugh's wings underwater. Yeah, it looked really cool. I, I really mean, liked it, it still looked really tacky, but the movement was mm, yeah cool. Uh, it was also slightly horrifying to watch yeah. what looks to be a giant fucking butterfly underwater. Also, the mermaids are the same size as the fairies, so they're just tiny little mermaids. Tiny. Oh my god, they're little. <laughs> That's so fun. It'd be terrifying if they were huge, though. If they were, like, people-sized, yeah. I'd be very freaked out. Well, if they were people-sized, that means that Hugh is actually a giant butterfly. And I don't like that one bit. <laughs> but um, after the uh, brief underwater scene that really has no plot re- relevance aside from setting up a future movie in the franchise, they're flying with Hugh again. Mm-hmm. And also got- Laverna's got way more of the fairy people now and yeah. whatever. And it cuts back to her and she's and Azura, like... She's, Azura's been taken and she's the last one. Yeah, and she's like, oh, yeah, so I got you now. And then it's like, uh, Azura's all like smug and shit and mm. Laverna is like, oh, you know, where's your necklace? And Azura's probably thinking to herself, oh, I'm so smart, they'll never know where it is. And then the fungus is like oh yeah it's on that other fairy that was in her house the the wingless fairy that was in her house and Azura's like shit shit fuck shit (laughs) she was smoked for like three seconds and I was like oh yeah Hugh basically kind of eventually they're kind of getting close to the wildering wood but the gas stuff catches up with him and he's getting weaker he doesn't like that one bit and he's like no well we'll be fine and it's like no just fucking land Hugh Jesus Christ of course, like, Elena goes off on her own for that bit, and then she meets probably the worst things that I've ever seen in the whole fucking film. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yes! I hate them so much. They speak in rhymes, they're weird and creepy gnome people, and I hate them. And they have no plot relevance whatsoever. They're, they're so irrelevant. Oh my god. Oh, I had blocked that from my mind. They're so bad. Like... I know we say that a lot. Like, I've said Bibble is bad, and I've said, like, a lot of the sidekicks are bad. This is, like, on such a different level. This is on a level... One, they rhyme everything. Like, everything they do is rhymed. And their voices grate on my ears. 
and they hate it. Oh, it's like just... who thought this was a good idea? This is like Jar Jar Binks level bullshit, and they ha- oh, it's oh. just luckily they're not they're there for like presents, but basically she gets lost and they take her to the dryer, but they do it in probably the most obnoxious and annoying way of talking in bullshit rhymes as you could possibly. Honestly, I am proud of Elena for not fucking booting them off the edge. Oh yeah, of like the tree trunks and shit. Just ooh, I I just I would rather be lost in a woods and have to like get help from, from them. I just am so oh, not fucking bad. okay with that, you know? Yeah. Or even their names, like it was bad. It was bad. It was and bad. I, 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 I blocked I, it out. Like, till, till I thought of, like, oh, they're in the wood. I was like, oh, shit, this is that bit. Like, I had forgotten, and now I've reminded myself, and I hate it. And I hate my brain, and I'm going to set myself on fire. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. But she gets there. And she finds Dahlia, who was a dryad, and comes out of the tree. And Dahlia is like, fuck off. Yeah. And is like, I don't give a shit about you, and I don't give a shit about this no one like talks to me everyone shunned me because of like my bad mistakes in my past and i'm like that's fair enough like and so fuck all of fairytopia i might not be alliance with like laverna anymore yeah. but none of you guys have ever fucking helped me and I, this is paraphrasing she doesn't say fuck as you can probably assume for every time we paraphrase what they say yeah and then like elena pulls some bullshit about like but what about the friends you haven't met yet <laughs> and i'm like Elena, you just God, I wish this was on video because the gesture you just made as you said that was the best thing. It's like, one, you just stole that from Zora. It wasn't even clever when she said it, but at least she, you know... Made it sound like fucking philosophical and shit. You just kind of ripped it from her. But Dahlia, like, is somehow swayed by this. Yeah. And is like, fine. like, And even then, like, I guess because Zora is the only one... Who ever like tried and it was her friend and stuff like that, you yeah. know? So I can understand that, but it's still like, okay, alright. All right. Mm. So she's like, yeah, let's, let's, yeah, so let's go. they go back to Hugh and Bibble, and basically they're all just, they all just go to Laverna's lair. Laverna's lair is a giant cactus, and I would love to live in a giant yeah. cactus personally. Giant cactus is 100% where I'm at in life. Also, because like, Cacti store water. Oh, yeah. Although from some of them you can't drink. But I'm assuming, you know, but you I, want to build a capsule right out of a cactus. You choose a cactus that you can drink water from. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not like ones that will make you lose your mind like soccer in that one episode. Of yeah, Avatar. I, yeah, I don't think those ones exist in real life, but I think Too bad. some of them, either actors either like more of an alcoholic thing and, yeah or yeah. a hallucinogenic hallucinogenic yeah. so they're at Laverna's Lair yeah. in the desert Looks and they've like kind it. of got some covering but it's really a pretty open area yeah um, they're hiding behind like little cacti and they're trying to formulate a fucking plan and it's yeah. like you guys this reminds me so much of just Swan Lake when oh yeah they were just standing outside their house like in the open being like so what do we do now well I guess we'll just give this a try and then it works yeah but um basically you know they all decided well we'll be distractions and then you can like run for it well we'll distract all the fungus and then we'll elena you go for it yeah um because she has the legs and she can run Uh, (laughs) she's got legs she never skips leg day she's the 
buffest legs of all the oh, fairies. Oh, she does. Sometimes when I say fairies, it sounds like furries. Yeah, I've noticed that. It's really bad. I don't And like I apologize it. sincerely. And so, yeah, basically all of them get captured aside from Elena, who just kind of walks in. Well, no, she starts sneaking in. Yeah. And then she's about to get caught, and then Hugh flies overhead, I think, with Dahlia. Yeah. And they start distracting the men, and then, you know. Don't firebirds come back? Isn't that what happens? And then Bibble, they all get put in, like, Bibble gets put in a cage. Thank yeah. God, he needed to be caged. <laughs> and the other two get, he like, needed to be shackled. Fucking, yeah. And ma- their magic and flight and stuff bound or whatever, so they yeah. can't do anything. And then Elena's, like, sneaking through this, like, empty cactus castle. I mean, like, no, she's sneaking through. There are some guards and stuff that she yeah. ducks and hides behind walls. And, like, so thank God, because it's, like, better than Nutcracker, where she just kind of walked around. But and then, then she shitted her way through by She gets to this dogs. huge staircase and there's no one there. She just walks up straight into the main area. Yeah. And then this is when the plan falls apart because she just goes, Lavenna, let everyone go. And Lavenna's <laughs> like, what the fuck? You just bought the thing I want to me. Give me the necklace. Thank you. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, Elena, thank you for this. And like, if I was a Zora, I'd be like, oh no, I trusted the wrong person. She just, I gave this to her. So they wouldn't have this one thing, and yeah. immediately she brings it here. <laughs> yeah. Like, she, well, well, Azura didn't fucking tell her what the necklace did or was. So, like, yeah. that's one thing. But you'd think, like, someone would know. Like, Hugh would know. Or Dahlia would know. Yeah. Because Dahlia does say that, like, she was there while she was concocting this plan. Or yeah. part of it. And, like, inventing the machine that would suck all of the magic out of these necklaces to give her all the magic. Even though she already has magic and she's super powerful, she needs to be more powerful. Yeah. Her goal really was to... to... usurp her sister. Right? Yeah, but her her way to do that, and I think we've skipped over this, that she already has her sister. Oh, yeah, and like weird cryostasis like floating in the room. Yeah. It's Mm. it's really weird. But her goal is to be like, oh, well, I'm going to make all the fairies flightless. Like, everyone's going to be helpless because the the Enchantress isn't there and neither are any of the Guardians. Yeah. Uh, And then I will come along and help them. And give them a cure and fix everything. And everyone will love me. Yeah. Which is fair enough, yeah. That's that's a good way to... Yeah, good idea. But, however... she just wanted more power. Like, when when Elena gets there, like, all the necklaces start to, like, I guess, like, feel each other's presence. Mm -hmm. And, like, Laverna puts a crystal into this big wall wall thing that she has near her throne and they start to like rainbow over another thing another thing Mm -hmm. that we kind of forgot to mention is that when dahlia is explaining oh i was there uh when laverna was concocting this plan etc etc she kept saying it was some like really technical name it was uh, the union point. The union point yeah, she, was weak and shit. Mm. And Bobby's like, what the fuck does that mean? And it's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know. I don't like, know. It's, you just said the union point. Anyway, so Elena's there and all the uh, other necklaces start to rainbow over yeah. to the... And she's kind of being held by the fungus, I believe, at this point. Yeah. Because what, why the fuck did she just walk into this room completely with nothing up her sleeve? Yeah. She just walked in. And then Laverna is like, oh, well, I can capitalize off of her insecurities and just be like, yeah, I can, like, 
you know, give you wings. I can give you wings. I can give you power. I and then she like it's magic. Like mind so. control type. Yeah, thing. She and like, she has these like mirage of these like green kind of horrible wings, but they're wings, you know. Yeah, and, and it like, sort of mind controls her, and she slowly put the necklace on Azura, so it can so be she's finished. like slowly walking over like all zombified. Yeah, and it was really actually a cool moment. I really did enjoy yeah. this. And Azura's like, no, like, you know, come back to yourself. And it's like really like kind of, oh, shit. Oh, shit. She's about to put it, she's about to put it on mm. her. And then Azura is spouting that bullshit, like, friends friend. you haven't met yet and thing. It's like, okay. Right. And then she sees the rainbow in Alinda's eye again. Yeah. And, like, right before she's about to do it, she, like, snaps out of it. Yeah. Mm. And then she, like, looks around to, like, the, the crystal where all the mm. rainbows are coming in and she's like the union point and she throws the necklace and somehow that breaks it yeah like does she crack the crystal or something like that yeah it cracks the crystal because uh, like at this point like the reason laverna didn't put the necklace on herself is because she's sitting in this chair being like flooded with energy absorbing all this power kind of like that scooby-doo live action film with like scrappy-doo absorbing all the souls and becoming a giant like that but like less weird like Spooky Island. Yeah, I know. Um, I remember. I'm, I love that I just that wish film. I didn't. That's such a good... The live-action Scooby-Doo films are amazing. But moving on, you know, Elena's broken this seal. The magic is flooding back to the necklaces into their rightful yeah. owners. And in doing that... She loses her wings. The magic wings Laverna had given her. Yeah, but again. also because Laverna is, I'm pretty sure, engulfed by this magic and mm, like, disintegrates. Yeah, no, she turns into a frog. I don't remember that. She turns into something. What was it? Was it a frog? I hope it's a frog. I love frogs. I know. It's I love some, frogs. like, slimy did... thing. That's how all Barbie films end. You, the bad guy turns did... into a weird little thing. You did call me out in the, the episode where we did um Swan Lake for having a you, you were like, I don't want to talk about your weird frog fetish. I appreciate frogs pretty casually. I appreciate... Well, you've made it, like, about 70% of your personality, so... <laughs> I just love frogs so much. Yeah, they are pretty good. But I don't remember what she turns into. Yeah, it's something, you I know, don't gross a that a kid won't like. And then... But yeah, she is, like, in that weird ball of magic. And then... It's because, like, they can't show, like, Elena killing her. Yeah. And they can't, like, have... Like, it's another thing, like, of, like, trying to keep this G rating thing going. Barbie can never actually be the one that physically takes down. It has to be some other force. Yeah, she that, can't like, just, she has like, to... deck the battle. Yeah, deck. exactly. Like, there's never going to be hand-to-hand, -hand, like, combat in that way in these earlier films. And she can't, like, kill her. Like, so they always come up with this extra, like, Deus Ex Machina thing. Like, she's never yeah. the one directly stopping their power and locking them up, killing them, disintegrating them, etc. And generally the villains are just, like, depowered at the end and alive and, like, living some shitty life they don't want. That's how, like, a lot of these first films go. Yeah. And then, you know, she frees all the the Guardians and... Yeah. But it sort of chill. just goes back to her normal life. She and, goes back to the Magic Meadow. And, and cuts back to her with her peony, who's all better. And the pixies are flying again, and, and everyone's glad to see Elena now, and they're like, oh shit, wish I hadn't bullied you. Yeah, and then, you know, she's hanging out with Bibble and Daffodil. And who? Daffodil? Fuck, I don't know. Dandelion. Dandelion, there we are. And Dandelion's like, wow, I wish I'd been there. 
<laughs> she you failed in the first five minutes. You could have mm. walked, yeah. bitch, but you didn't. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Hugh shows up at some Yeah, point. yeah. I think Hugh's everyone, mo- like, I think Dahlia's there as well. Just the mermaids basically aren't. And yeah. thing that pissed me off happens. Oh, yeah. Which is the enchantress comes floating down to the meadow. Yeah, like God herself. <sighs> and and she's like, she's like, oh, you know, thank you. And then she's like, here's a necklace that's kind of like the the uh, mm. the god in. But it's rainbow. But it's rainbow, and she's like, oh, thank you. And then she leaves, and Elena's like, that's it. And then Elena gets wings. Yeah, she starts glowing and shit. The oh. butterfly gives her wings. And she's like, oh my god, you know? I have two things about this that I don't like. Yeah. I think this moment undercuts the previous moment of her choosing to stay wingless for the good of everyone. Yeah. Like that, it just like makes it, the impact of it so much less. And also, again, as a disability thing, I've already talked about, so I won't like completely rehash it. It's just like, that's not good you know like it's just not good but also say yes it is a disability analogy if this world you can just give very easily wingless fairies wings like that like if all you have to do is like have someone with magic with the enchantress one of the guardians just give you a special necklace that's like you know a wing aid or something yeah why the fuck don't they like why hasn't she had wings since she was a kid that were just connected to this necklace because she wasn't born with them i just it makes me angry about the world building because I mean, I'm I mean look Tommy we run a Barbie po- podcast I have to overthink this stuff yeah and when I think of this world it seems so I mean, bad like it I just mean, seems ableist that's all it seems can't be like it. health can't be like that sometimes <laughs> yeah imagine if you had to like write to the queen to be like can you please give me a hearing aid please please I need crutches Liz, Liz too. I need that shit. I need that shit. Please sign off on it. Please magically create them for me. Everyone knows that Liz too is magic. (laughs) That's Um, how royalty works. Yeah. But um, other than that, I did enjoy the film. It's enjoyable in the same way the Nutcracker is enjoyable. You know what I mean? I feel like they're very on par. It's fun, but it's not good. Yeah, it's fun, but it's not good. It's Uh not, it doesn't have any complexity in the way that Princess and the Pauper does. You know how there's those kids films that, like, everyone can enjoy? And, like, even as an adult, you're like, oh, this is such a good film. Even if you're not nostalgic about it, it's still good. And it's not aimed at you, but it's still really, really nice to watch. That's how I feel about Princess and the Pauper. This is, like, you know... This went downhill. This is just, like, we put this on so our kids stop screaming. And we hope to God it doesn't become a movie they want to watch on repeat. Like Frozen. Ugh. Frozen. But anyway, <laughs> this is a moment of silence around dislike of Frozen. Um, rating. No, 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 no. Are no, we no, up no. to rating? No, we are, but I want to say, I don't think Elena ever specifically says that she wants wings. I mean, I think it's like, it's shown that she's an outcast for not having them. Mm. But there's no like point, yeah, I think you're right, where she's like, aside from the point where she's kind of enchanted by them, and I can imagine, like, yeah, sometimes you can get, like, swept up in, like, oh, my God, wings, something I've never had. But mm. I don't think she's ever, like, expressed this insane desire to have them. In fact, she's been very capable and just found her own way to do everything and throughout she, the whole story. Like, in the be- in the beginning, was I'm pretty sure the only point where she was bullied by someone else for yeah. not having wings. She didn't really seem to care. Uh, didn't the, um, 
like town hall guy suspect her like as a wingless fairy maybe she worked for laverna Maybe. I think he mentioned her not having wings. Maybe. But I could be wrong on that. Maybe. And Again, she didn't but, seem too fast. But then again, like, I'd say more characters didn't give a shit. Like, Azura didn't give a shit. Dahlia didn't give a shit. Obviously, yeah. Dandelion and Hugh and all them didn't care. It just seemed like, you know, it yeah. was this present thing. And I thought it was a good aspect to the film. One of the better aspects. Yeah. But I'm still not completely happy with how yeah, they it ended wasn't it. wasn't a very movie. Especially since how... I thought it would be much more impactful if they hadn't given her wings. Yeah. Or if uh, the Enchantress had come down and said, like, hey, here's, you know, a necklace. And the moment she puts it on, Elena gets wings, and she's like, oh, you know, thank you, but... I'm fine. I'm fine, and she gives the necklace back. Even, like, I would even have been okay if she'd, like, given the necklace in her hand as, like, if you ever want wings, here you are, and you can make the choice, instead of me just, like... She didn't even say anything. She's like, here's a necklace. Obviously, you want to have wings. And I'm like, maybe she fucking doesn't. Fuck you. You don't know her. You don't know her life. And now she literally has wings officially for the next two movies. Although, she does swap them for a, a, a fish tail. A mermaid tail. But... She gets kind of greedy. Yeah. <laughs> for a little bit with that fucking pearl necklace thing. But even, like, I know a magic of the rainbow. And I want to, like, get into it too much. She just has wings the whole time. And it's not really, like, a, sh- a thing. Yeah. And I just, I don't really like that. It sits wrong with me in so many ways. But yeah. Yeah. are you good to some ratings now? Yeah, let's do some let's ratings. Let's do some fucking ratings. What are our ratings? We haven't done an episode in so long. So our first rating is music. There was Nothing a... about the music stood out to me. No. Like, it just, uh, it was fine. I it didn't... was like not interesting. I it didn't was fine. notice the music at I'm all. I'm giving it a two. I'm giving it a and then skill. skill. I personally think her skill is her parkour ability. Yeah. And I think she did really cool. Although, like, I think it played an important role in the story. Mm. And I like that. Yeah. But it's never like... Oh, it's raining. Oh, oh it's storming. Oh. We can enjoy that lovely ASMR rain. But we're going to continue. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean when it's just... Yeah, she could do this cool thing. But is it really that yeah. impactful? Yeah. I, I was going to give it like a three, but... Yeah, I was going to give it like a five. Okay, okay. Yeah. Animation. Animation. 3.5? Uh, yeah, I was going to go with four. Yeah, I just really was underwhelmed by this movie. And maybe it's because we're coming off the tale of Princess and the Pauper. Yeah, which Which was is so amazing. phenomenal. Yeah. But, you know, I just... And then yeah. there's narrative. I felt I felt narrative was more cohesive than Nutcracker. Yeah. Like it Ooh. made more sense. Like things didn't come out of nowhere. Like they did, but not to the same like ridiculous yeah. degree. I'm giving it a six. I'm gonna say a four point five. Okay. Wow, you're like rating these way higher than me, but I'm not rating way higher than you. That's nah, alright. That's alright. And then actually, Bobby. you know what? You know what? I'm gonna go back and give narrative a five because. Fair. And then Barbie herself, like, how did you feel about her? Uh, I mean... How did she make you feel? I don't know, because, I mean, she was pretty strong in the face of the discrimination she faced. Yeah, and I liked that. Uh, however, I don't think she had a lot of, a lot of depth. I feel she was very, like, flat the whole time. Yeah. She didn't have a huge range of emotion. And she, the thing about this film is it's not like it's a bad film, but it just feels average in every way. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, you know, at least sometimes, like, they can be ridiculous in a way that's really funny. Yeah. But this didn't even hit that note. Like, sometimes yeah. they're so, they get to that bad point of, like, this is fucking hilarious. Yeah, like, uh, and they really Princess Charm School. Princess Charm School's amazing. Uh, okay? It is. I'm it's talking great. more of, like, there's some where it's, like, they, they lean into the humor more because they're not trying to be deep and complex. Whilst yeah. this just doesn't try and be anything. Yeah. So, and in response to that, Elena really doesn't try and be anything. And it's interesting because we're going to be talking about this trilogy of films in the next two ones. So it's starting off on a really bad foot, but we'll see how she improves. I do remember the thing is like maybe more. Yeah, so, so did I. The thing is, like, Elena, like, rare for this, gets three movies to develop. And I want to see how she goes. So I'm going to give her, like, a four for now. Yeah, I'm giving her a four. Yeah. But, but we'll see I if that changes. Like, like that could really change. And then in general enjoyability, I'm gonna give it a three point five. I'm gonna give it a two because this movie made me like want to die. I, I didn't care for it. Like if I was to pick a Barbie movie, this isn't the one I would watch because I have ones that I genuinely adore, yeah. and this just isn't one of them. You know. I did briefly consider like, oh, you know, it's been a while since I actually watched this movie because. You know, mm. it took us a while to actually get around to properly recording this. Yeah. And I was like, I should watch this again. But immediately, like, the thought of having to sit through this movie again mm. just made me want to cry. Yeah, so it's I, pretty I didn't, bad. I didn't. Yeah. So let's add up our scores real quick, which will be pretty easy considering they're pretty low numbers. <laughs> I'm really bad at maths. Yeah. So uh, our added totals, uh, you got... I got 20.5 just for me, so pretty low. Pretty low. I got 23, which isn't that much higher, um, which altogether is 43.5. Yeah. Uh, That's our lowest rating so far. Yeah. But, again, this is a trilogy, so we'll see how it changes. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it changes. I do remember enjoying the next two films more than this one. Yeah. And it's interesting because, like, I don't understand why they thought this was a great movie to be like, let's make, like, a whole thing out of this one. Yeah. Because, like, the Mariposa ones are also a part of this, like, universe, yeah. although she's a different main character, Barbie. So yeah. we'll be doing it once we get to them. We're not going to, like, do all five in one hit, because that would just be too much, and I don't want to fucking do that. Yeah. But, um, do you have a favorite moment? When it ended. Really? Yeah. Come on. No, I legitimately... I guess I thought it was cool when she used the bluebell as a parachute, but other than that... I was just really fucking glad for it to be over. Well, I I liked that the fairies have embraced the tiny house movement, but also aside from that, I really liked how snark that like snarky conversation between mm-hmm. Lavenna and Azura. Like I thought that was pretty funny, but literally like there's so there's like no highlights in this there's film. No like it's highlights. so mm, There are a lot of lowlights though, like Bibble. Yeah, we like, I literally just didn't want to talk about Bibble. <laughs> I was like, he's bad. Let's not Don't want to talk about Bibble. Is he even in the second movie? Yes. No, but like, she's underwater. Yes, he's there. Oh, it's really? bad. Really? Also, the thing about Bibble is that like, the whole time I'm like, why is Bibble not affected by the no yes. fly? Like, is Bibble literally a demon? I was going to bring that up. That's the thing that just like my What is like, Bibble? What he is looks Bibble? Like, he looks, he looks like... like a fucking Furby that flies. Like he's a fucking creepy Furby thing, and he's not affected by Verna's dark magic. So I believe he is 
made of dark magic. That's how it works, right? Yeah, that's how it works. I he is an otherworldly being. I don't even like. But also, he kind of just makes me think of like those little like. Did you ever like as a kid when you're like outside and um, I know you live on a farm and there aren't a lot of like flowers, so I don't know if it's the same there, but like mm. I have a massive garden with lots yeah. of flowers. Whether there are those little like they kind of look like sea urchins, but they're very fluffy and they're white and they just float around from the air. Dandelions. No, 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 not those, not those. They're like bigger. I know what you're talking about. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, I don't know what they're called. Like, we would, I know what you're talking we about. We would though. always call them fairies, but he kind of oh, reminds yeah, yeah. me of those. Except evil. Except evil. I, maybe he's just like a bit of fluff or dust or something. He's just like maybe a mothmore that gained sentience. Yeah. And someone died blue and purple. He's a figment of Elena's imagination. Yeah, that Azura can see and talk to. Azura has magic. Here. You could also see and talk. He was also magic. Bibble is a collective hallucination of yeah. all the fairies. Then but, again, yeah. then again, Bibble took a note to Hugh. Bibble never spoke to Hugh. I mean, I am very certain that there are points in the movie where other people talk to Bibble, but I'm just going. They do it out of like kindness for Elena's. <laughs> The yeah. goblins just pretend to track him. <laughs> this is an empty cage. Yeah. But um, I think I think I'm done with this. Yeah, I think I'm I think done I with don't it. ever want to uh, think about this film again. Least favorite point of the movie. Oh yeah, let's do that. Um, All of it. No, obviously the, my least favorite is those fucking goblin uh, troll things from the forest. Fucking Christ, they were garbage. They were terrible. I reckon I'm I'm done. I'm done. Bye. Uh, you know, fuck this film. Fuck this film. I know in the past we've said, oh, tell us your favorite, tell us your favorite parts, tell us like your interesting. We don't want to hear it. We don't. We don't give a shit about this movie. I mean, you're welcome to because we enjoy feedback and stuff. But just realize that all in all, nothing can change our opinion on this film. We yeah. fucking hated it. I'm sorry if you loved it. Find us on Twitter at. Barbie Pod and Barbie Topia Podcast on Tumblr. With no, no spaces. spaces. Or dashes. Or, dashes or whatever. Or whatever like but that. um, I'm done. Bye. I'm done. Thank God. Bye.